and five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to What's the Dillies podcast. What's the Dillies is a podcast I created to bring the dance community closer together by bringing you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favorite dancers in hopes that it can help you on your dance journey and can maybe help you in your life too. All right, for today's guest, well, this was last minute, and I'm glad that they both said yes. Um, on my left here, on my close left, we have Tans, aka Tans the Man, and we also have Manny on the far left. All right, um, we just came back from a shoot. It was pretty fun. We had a nice little jam out in the park. That's coming out soon. You can check it out on Manny's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And all right, boys, just introduce yourselves. Sweet ass, uh, like the bright Andy said. Shot anyways for setting this up. What's up, Manny? What's up, my guy? Um, yeah, so um, my name's Tani Oromotutere. Uh, I'm a dancer slash mover slash artist, I guess you can say. And um, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time, as long as, you know. <laughs> that's probably the only thing that I kind of know. Like, well, probably the only thing I do know how to do in terms of, yeah, I've spent my life pretty much dancing, so started maybe properly like and i feel like i've like you know i'm actually living the dance life I was maybe 13 mm-hmm. and that started out that wolf kind of well crump before then um was a big hobby of mine mm-hmm. yeah and then that kind of led on to meeting um friends of friends in that kind of crowd and we formed a group called identity dance crew and then yeah and then were you at the original identity yeah yeah <laughs> 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 no, i don't even know <laughs> Nah. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, I was 13 when we first started out, it was in 2008, like, late Holy 2008, <laughs> and it was a group of, yeah, boys that all, like, dance, um, you know, we weren't doing anything too serious then, or it was mm. all just a hobby, a passion, um, we like to hang out, watch dance videos, um, you know, dance jams, and constantly, you know, like, learning as a group. Mm. How did yeah. you how did you all meet each other before ID happened? Um so oh how does this start? I haven't thought about the story in a while. So um well how I kinda met the boys um was so like I said before I started out with crumping with yep. my brother, my older brother Luke. Um and so he was at Western Springs at the time. Mm. Western Springs College, sorry. And I was at Corfire Intermediate, and so I used to go hang out with him and yeah. all his friends from school, and we all kind of got into crumping at the time, and we used mm-hmm. to meet up. Uh, oh, we used to go youth oh, slash yeah. like church yeah. slash. Yeah, I think it was more like youth, mm-hmm. and um, there there was a side of like religion as like crump back then felt. Like, it was very connected to, you know, Christ uh, and yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, we guess, yeah, we kind of went to youth every Friday night. And so, this was Epic Church um, that was based in Mount Eden at the time. Mm-hmm. 
and it was the only from what I can remember or believe that it was the only church at the time for Epic and so they used to get a whole bunch of um, transports of like buses coming from the shore mm. uh, out west out south and I'm not too sure if there was a um, bus that came from east Auckland but they used to bring you know all, all the youth to Mount Eden to central Auckland and so there was a lot of crumpers from South Auckland, yeah, um, and that used to, you know, jam at, at youth as well, oh. and so it'll be a thing that will meet up. Um, people usually go like an hour earlier. There'll be like a skate ramp. Uh, there'll be like sports playing, like people playing table tennis, pool, mm-hmm. some basketball, so some yeah, soccer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hanging out just before, and then you'll have a group of crumpers. Yeah. Um, you know, with their speaker yep. and on the side in the car park and we'll all be jamming together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we pretty much, um, I was representing uh, our fams back then, our crop fams, Rampant fams. Yeah. Shout out to the homies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the bros, JC, Ngāpito, yeah, who I met through this kind of group, um, after when I went to high school, he kind of uh, formed or came up with the idea with one of the other bros, Kurt Daniels, yeah. from Mount Albert Grammar, and and they wanted to form a dance crew, and so yeah, there was that was that connection, and JC knew me through Crump, so yeah, it was literally both their ideas of forming identity dance crew and he jc hollered at me and also the bro matthew moore that was also Mm. at western springs college um so that was us three from that school then there was kurt who got in uh cody tahita yeah um rest rest in peace to the homie Mm. um and also had contacts with one of the other boys jerome who went to Linfield College, I believe, and uh, Ethan, who went to Custom Boys, and that was kind of the first group that came together and we formed and, yeah, jammed out and uh, prepared for our first competition at Groove 08. Damn, that's crazy. Like, bro, you gave us, like, a real history run as well. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even know. Did you know that? I didn't know Josh and, like, Richie and all that weren't even in the first iteration of yeah oh well because they were they were already in the game like they were already in the hip-hop scene so yeah yeah um oh really like i'm talking about yo yeah so like we we were watching them on youtube (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah, straight up um well i'm not too sure i knew like richie and andrew obviously and the tmc boys Mm. yeah um and then you know there was desire uh and then also Later came like Sass Boys, um, Request, and um, Desire Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a few others out there that I'm missing, but I haven't, yeah, thought about our history in a long time. And <laughs> that's great, mm. yeah. And so, yeah, we were all very much inspired by them. Um, seeing their videos going to worlds like Desire was the first one, I think it was 2006, maybe, mm. or they came second and stuff like yeah like everything youtube was like the access yeah um even though it wasn't as huge 
that's how we got to see everyone or that's how we kind of yeah found out all, all of our inspirations and mm. influences to wanting to yeah um join the hip-hop scene and start a crew yeah bro you know what's so dope about having you on bro it's like these things like i feel like maybe manny's generation the newer generation like when they come into the game they see the identity now right id co and they yeah. see this being led by josh but they don't know like the whole history behind it which is uh, dope yeah. because you, you've done like a full like rundown of like people that are in it how you guys met and like bro i feel like that's yeah, me yeah. you know yeah yeah, bro. yeah yeah sure i mean yeah it's um yeah, a bit of a timeline to think Time about, eh? Yeah. Encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's... Oh, I know. I was, I was very young, like 13, and, you know, I was just such a buzz at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was just so cool to get into, and obviously we, you know, we did our first competition. We weren't expecting anything out of it. Um, mm. You know, Groove 08, which was part of the... Um, you know, World Supremacy Battlegrounds. Yeah. Mm. Or Battlegrounds when it was like starting out, you know, and that was um, the New Zealand qualifications to, you know, try and get over to Australia to compete in, what do you call it, the Australasian, yeah, Battlegrounds competition. And yeah, like, bro, we botched it. Like, we ended up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ended up coming third with our like first like proper choreographed piece in a competition it's all good isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. oh well that's what i mean like we we weren't expecting oh, anything yeah, of it yeah. then all of a sudden we're like oh bro we're yeah, qualified yeah, to yeah. go to you know this like competition in aussie and it's our first competition so mm. you know we we obviously we felt super like you know proud and yeah, well, confident yeah, yeah. that you know we we're heading towards like the right track with our kind of arts and dance as well yeah and yeah, and surprised ourselves over in Battlegrounds, actually, yeah, we, man. you know, we came second in Yo, the varsity division dude, over there, so it was just like, bro, what's going on, but we, we were just like, happy, we were enjoying each other's company, we loved oh, nice. going to rehearsals and creating, you know, um, like a real brotherhood? Yeah, mm, yeah, nice. definitely, nice. I think that's always been the vibe, um, throughout IG's history, is that there was definitely that brotherhood yeah yep. um or that kind of family yeah environment um we always it was about like you know giving us boys something like a purpose you know rather than like something to keep us at it you know it's not like yeah it's not like we were like you know there was lot, lots of bad influences in our lives but it was definitely something positive that mm. we found that we you know enjoyed to do and yeah that's tight yeah, yeah. and you're a clump of wrist fuck no wonder he's got these big arms nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> yo um and then to uh tans left manny i'll introduce yourself bro yo what's up everyone my name is manny um i am 18 years old i've been dancing oh, yeah probably like 21 <laughs> um 18 years old uh he's so tall i just didn't know <laughs> oh yeah i should mention six foot five as well but... <laughs> all ladies six foot five let's go nah yo um yeah i'm a i'm a, a fellow creative artist um uh, mainly within dance um filmography and music um i love producing music listening to it um creating a, a visual sense of um things of arts of of anything um from the 
our film perspective and then being able to dance anywhere and everywhere is just something that makes me really happy um yeah so being able to dance film myself dancing to music that i make is pretty it's a pretty mean uh skill to be able to have it makes you feel pretty crazy but uh yeah i've been um i've been dancing for probably 12 12 years now i probably i started properly at the dance studio probably around the age of five and when i was oh. um yeah jackie um joshua Cezanne's mum um actually oh. threw me into the dance scheme oh, waddling on stage doing my best um but uh yeah, and then um, I came underneath the wing of ID. Um, you could you could say it's the old generation and the new generation um, of ID because um, Joshua Cezanne um, was actually my neighbor um, growing up. Uh, so he um, was my absolute inspiration as a kid, one of the first people that I ever sort of knew as a, as a role model amongst dance. Um, so he definitely, um, as well as all the other Cezanne brothers, um, definitely molded my perspective on dance um, very early on um, yeah so then I joined um, Identity Dance Company in 2013 um, and Swaggernauts Darts Crew the Varsity Crew member was made um, in t 2013 uh, we did our first competition uh, which was regionals of SDNZ uh, in 2014 um, which I believe we placed I think we placed 6th at Nationals um, which no. was not bad for a start we was, that, was, that was back when um our sister crew, Mask, which you may know of, um, used to be called Chic. Um, oh, true. Yeah, and they were our, our, our neighbouring um, crews, and that eventually moulded into Mask in later years. But uh, mm. yeah, we, we stayed under the wing. Um, I've watched many uh, crew members come and go over the years, um, watched the principles of ID and our ethics change, uh, definitely for the better. Um, and it has now birthed into what we see it today, um, which I think is um, very strong. It's yeah. definitely what Times was saying. Um, it's much more focused on attitudes than anything else um, mm. and caring for your students truly. Um, before, I think the recruitment process used to be quite talent-driven, um, who is the oh. most talented dancer, um, mm. who can, who can, who's someone that we can show off in the crew. Um, and we did have some very talented dancers um, early on, which stayed for quite a couple of years. Yeah. But um, uh, we didn't realize that some of them just had a pretty rotten attitude. Um, and it only uh, we only realized until after they left that that was something that was holding us back. Wow. Um, so after uh, some of those people left, um, Josh realized um, it was time to really take a different approach to auditions and bringing students in and I think that really happened in 2019 and when it really really stuck was when we took in a lot of dancers that weren't incredibly stand out pretty uh, good 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 base um, but just needed to be developed but had incredible attitude they were all so keen mm. to learn and they were just, you could see they had a spark in their eyes that they wanted to develop, they wanted to grow, and they had no ego about them. They had nothing that, that made them go, that's I'm great. better than these choreographers. You know, they mm. wanted to learn, and that's the most important part. Um, so took them under their wing uh, in 2019, um, developed them into the people they are today. I mean, in, in Swagonauts, we had, um, I think, six or seven new crew members oh, that we'd huge. never used before. Um, and, I mean, obviously... It really paid off by the end of that year, managing the, to 
the win world. So it was um that's the ones. Um yeah, no, nah, it was right. it was a crazy experience though. So that's um that's the majority of my dancing career, just staying put within that. Um uh in terms of film I really got inspired um this year actually. Um I've I've been filming things here and there over the past couple of years, but for dance really um I actually got super inspired during the lockdown this year uh, with Project Team releasing their in-house competition, Project Lockdown. Um, it was a crazy competition um, that just gave people who were stuck at home in New Zealand a drive to create something for their time, uh, for the time that they were locked in their home. It gave people um, an idea to work off and know that you could create something in your living room and make it absolutely crazy and so creative um despite all the limitations that you had despite the environment that you're in and that was definitely a, a kickstarter for me um because as a kid i always dreamt of being able to have a uh, uh, a um a professional film shoot for a dance like one day i'm gonna get a proper video with lights and all the cool stuff to something that i've choreographed and then when i started um, entering in the competition and making some videos, it, I just sort of realized, oh man, I can, I can actually do this myself. <laughs> mm. So it, it, it sort of lifted off from there and after making a couple videos a week, I just went, damn, I, I'm, this is something I really want to pursue. So uh, yeah, I've been making videos ever since from then. Um, yeah, nice. yeah. and then crazy. music, um, music I've always loved. I've always loved making music as a kid. I've always played with instruments here and there. I've, um, I've been doing drums, guitar and piano um, and bass for just a, a couple of years now. Um, but uh, I love music production, electronic music production. Um, definitely got inspired from listening to all the hip hop songs and dubstep tracks that we choreograph all to and just going, man, how amazing must this feel to be able to make this yourself? Um, so yeah, got into the works yeah. of making that. Nice. Um, yeah, now I've been producing music for... Um, for fellow locals here and there just to, to jam when they needs. Um, I've, I, I worked on a, a fashion show in Portugal oh, um, earlier nice. this year where they asked to make a, some, some catwalk music, 15 minute track. So that's, that was a, a, a real amazing opportunity. Um, yeah, but to all in all, I just love to create. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That was dope. And like, honestly, if you can hear the way that Manny talks with such passion, bro, you guys need to follow them right now. Like, um, yeah, I'll link all their good. socials. I'll link Taz. I'll link Manny. You guys yeah, just yeah. check them out. Give them a follow because, bro, these guys are some people to look out for. So I've got to like, i got to cycle back because it was crazy what you said about like egos and, um, mm. oh man, because like when, when you talk about it, I, I, I noticed it too, but I didn't, I wasn't in ID long enough to see it like, mm. Fully? Experience, so yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. To, fully, to fully experience it, but I could yeah. feel it. It was, yeah. it was a bit weird, but like you mm. kind of know when someone is they but, think they're good and then they don't work as hard. I felt like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's so, where, where do you think okay? Because I know that how ego is it can be healthy if you use it correctly, and you do yeah. need an ego in certain aspects, certain yeah. aspects, certain yeah. yeah. Or, or what do you feel like? Because maybe, maybe you go, where do you think ego is healthy, and where do you think it's not, and then. Bring it around. I would say confidence is healthy over ego. Um, mm. Personally, I think being confident in your ability and yeah. your skill, and and knowing your standards for certain things, and knowing um, when to do things at what level, um, and maybe when to turn down other things 
um, and also knowing where you stand within the spectrum um, yeah. that is the dance industry, mm. I think is really important to have. Um, so I think um, e ego is a bit of a tainted word, I feel. I feel like we use the, yeah. the, the term ego um, in a more of a negative light um, yeah. than positive. Um, but I like to think confidence is definitely one that um, you always need to maintain. Um, and it's just being able to respect yourself um, and being able to respect where you stand within that spectrum and, and know, know what you're worth um, mm -hmm. in a lot of in environments. Um, so within ID, um, I think it's very important to have a collective confidence as a crew, um, I feel. Yeah. I think that's something that's, that's, that's very important, which comes from trusting your teammates and, uh, and supporting each other and, and, and being able to, to, to uh, clarify with each other and be like, yeah, bro, like you, you are really good at that. Like I can vouch for you, I see it, and that's great. And if you and when you get close enough in a crew, you're also able to call them out and be like, bro, you're like you're not as good as you think in this fight. You need like you need to rework your foundations. Yeah. You need to work in this little area. Just being able to being able to to, to reach out to your to your brothers when you can, um, mm -hmm. and then as a collective, your your confidence and your mindsets on how you tackle things will ultimately rise into a really positive way, um, because as as a crew. It's being being a part of a crew is very different yeah. to your individual persona. Yeah. I feel, and you really gotta you gotta be on the right mindset, on the same mindset um, where you're where you're walking and where you're dancing and where you're being presented. Um, so I think, in terms of in terms of uh, having an ego in in ID, I think definitely rather than saying an ego, just having having a collective confidence within your crew, within your company, knowing what you can do. Um, and respecting where you stand within uh, amongst everything else uh, yeah yeah nice bro Hans. yeah um, I totally agree with many in a sense of uh, when 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 you are a part of a, a crew for instance for example you know identity dance crew a hip-hop mm. crew um, there has to be a certain level of yeah you're very right everyone has to have a kind of same structure um need to perform not necessarily perform the same but you know it, it all the type of routines or the type of competitions you're entering you are required to kind of dance the same um and there is room for individual yeah um like personalities to come through um, and you can always add that in your performance as a you know a, as a performer or on stage or you know in the space but um, like yeah but then there's always that there can always be a bit of opportunity for yeah you like being a little bit toxic mm. in some space and you know that that that's uh that 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 just comes down to a lack of maybe experience yeah. um, mm. professionalism um, knowing what it's like to be a part of a group yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and achieving the same goal you know and, mm. and you know when, when you are in a crew it's very much about the collective and yeah. not the individual yeah. mm. um, but I'm not saying that like all kind of opportunities or projects like that so I'd like to talk about where that can be more welcoming mm. or um, in a space for you know someone that um, is very 
special in you know their kind of area of skills yeah um and where you can find yourself blossom in situations uh, a bit more so yeah, so something like i know i've done a few well i've been freelancing for a very long time i've mm. taken a break this year um but for the last maybe five years freelancing that's right yes mm. and um so um, this is in the contemporary dance world yeah and so you know as a freelancer you're contracted on into a job yep. to work with a group um or you know for a choreographer to work in a piece and you know um most of the time that's based on your kind of skill level um and but also like the type of mover you are mm -hmm. so you know people are hiring for your kind of um yeah like your kind of style your kind of thing where people you don't have to be necessarily have the same skills mm -hmm. as everyone else but you can all still be in the same work and create you know something you create this piece or bring this piece to life so yeah so um, it's learning to adapt mm. i think that's important for kind of any dancer is yeah. being able to adapt keep an open mind um yeah, don't be toxic, um, yeah. but always be open yeah. to learning. Yeah, um, you know, like you, you don't have to always kind of know everything yourself. You know, and there's always room for improvement, mm. which you will find yeah. through peers that you like end up jamming with. You know, you, you, you may not if you you might meet some new dancers that you've never moved around, mm. and um, you're, you're constantly learning. You can constantly pick and take from other artists or other movers mm. and you know you're not going to get that through having a you know a very big big ego i guess yeah. or being too overconfident and not welcoming yeah. to you know learning yourself and adding more to your craft by learning mm. from others rather than being better than everyone else yeah. you know yeah um because yeah, there's always room for improvement yeah. so Absolutely. humble yourself mm. but also you know like keep Keep confident at what you do. Know that you're good at some things. Mm. Um, you're great at what you do, but also there are definitely always room for improvement mm. in areas that you like uh, yeah. and that you'll yeah, pick up from other. I want to add to a point artists. that you mentioned before, which was um, uh, that there's always going to be like someone better than you and then yeah. uh, to jam with different people because mm. even today, like a real life example is like uh, I haven't jammed with Tans or Manny like ever. Like I've I've taken class with them like beside yeah, them, yeah. Uh, but jamming with them today and seeing how they move and seeing just like how crazy they actually are, cause like I've seen Tansa's Cory and like I've been it real hard. I've seen I've seen Manny's work. I've been that too. I've been that too. But seeing them like freestyle and like seeing just them just jam and um what they can do, it's like bro, it's just super inspiring, eh? Like the more yeah, people bro. you jam with, just the more things you can learn and mm. just always expose yourself. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I could say the same about you, my bro. Like yeah, even yeah. today or you know <laughs> as you, uh, you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, like like you said, like even today was mm. a perfect example yeah. of like what what you can take from, you know, every like every kind of artist or movie yeah. is that man there's always something to learn and there's always and even today like just noticing 
just small little gems that you you kind of mm. like oh you know that that you connected with because maybe you felt like mm. oh I, I i don't think i've ever you know explored in that kind of way or yeah. made yeah. those kind of decisions like yeah. you know um consciously too you know it's like there's yeah so the, i think that was pretty cool to experience today yeah. from you know and it was just like a few rounds that we did but yeah. and you know there's probably a lot of good juiciness that you know i wasn't processing at the time yeah because i was trying to process you know some other juiciness in that jam today you know <laughs> it was just kind of like wow but there was just definitely moments for me that i'm like damn like i there's so much to learn from like oh, each each absolutely. of you and like there's like definitely little things that i'm like oh i wish like you know had that bit of sauce the way you know yeah, this movie yeah. does it or this person does it you mm. know so yeah no, sure, that's man. What's really dope is like, um, bro, you, I, I, I was catching in your rounds, like you yeah, switch man. your directions like a lot yeah, and like yeah. you switch your levels and directions a lot, but you do it differently to how I would. And I'm like, yeah, holy. And how you use your frame as well. You mm. use your, like your, this a lot, yeah. but Maddie, like you're crazy too. Cause like your limbs are so long yeah. where like things that you would do, I would never, because I can't make like maybe an arm swing look as nice as you do because of how long your limbs yeah, are and yeah, how you yeah. use it. Yo. So it's like, bro, it's just so inspiring. Yeah, today was me now. I learned heaps. Yeah, I know. Same then, bro. I mean, especially, I mean, Tan's the style, at least, bro. I've, I've seen you my whole bloody life. Yeah. <laughs> bro, <you're laughs> always been the, <laughs> the master of finesse, yeah. if I can ever remember it. And I've always, groove has been something I really struggle with personally. Um, I think just from what I've been brought up with, specializing in in isolation more so and and also just my general limbs uh, yeah. um, it can it, it's i'm not you got groove you got groove. Well, you I, got I your own groove yeah, yeah. groove is a, is, a, is a um that that topic's like very it, it's it's, like, it's quite hard because i find that like groove comes from you know it's not just it's personality right yeah and um yeah. and it's your kind of groove you know and that's that, that that can be portrayed you know like that's facts, in That's so true. many different ways so mm. like you probably like without even knowing it you probably didn't have a groove but maybe there was a like like a type of yeah maybe I don't know placebo mm. on it or like what you thought mm. should have been a groove like you know yeah. what, what groove is but yeah. well I guess just from from the people that that I know that call them consider themselves groovers you know like like indy for example indigo she's like she's got a mad groove she's really like she's just good with using all of her body all at the same time you know like she's she's crazy um and i think she's always been a style that i would always find one of the most challenging for me to get because you know when it when it's all these little intricate things with the body that's that's fine that comes naturally to me but when it's about getting a specific vibe per se right. and, and getting into the pocket of something specific especially just a lot of torso moving that's never something that i was really able to crack um so i considered that to be the epitome of like having a groove uh, yeah. um, and right. because i could never crack that i was so far over to this other side i said well i don't have any groove that i need to practice mm-hmm. that um yeah mm-hmm. on that oh, side yeah. but um yeah I guess that's, that's a good point though I think groove groove is definitely something now that you mentioned it something that is a lot bigger than just what is what's the physical movement of something it definitely yeah. is a personality it's the way that you it's the way that you portray yourself um, the, yeah. the, the kind of energy that you're that you're 
movements, give outs. Um, yeah, and maybe maybe I just hadn't seen anyone that does it in a similar way before. Yeah. True. Yeah. No. no, you should keep on to that grief that you have. Yeah. I don't know if you even know what, what it is for you yet. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I can think when me and you see him to yeah. do it today, like, uh, you did have a certain, like, move to you that, like, oh, you did have a certain way you like to move, and I, yeah. I think, like, I feel it, bro. Yeah. And I feel like if you... Uh, just hold on to that, bro. Don't don't water yourself down. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Next question. I got something for both of you guys because um, what you said before, Manny, about like two generations of ID, we do have like the old, the old man. Mm. <laughs> old <laughs> old <laughs> man, <bro>. <laughs> 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 yeah, but Uncle Tans. Um, nah, but I guess from both of your perspectives, like seeing how ID was and how it is now, mm. like what's changed, like what stayed the same, like. Like seeing the people come in, come out, like, mm. oh, what's what's it been like, bro? And for you too, many, because you have been in like ID for a long time as well. So, yeah. mm. um, well, <laughs> really, yeah, um, so well, very much. I felt, I feel like you know when we started out, it was definitely like a massive hobby for us. Yeah. Um, you know, we were only a small group of seven at the time and, you know, pretty much I'm sure that next year the whole, like, majority of the team changed or maybe it was the year after. Mm. So, you know, like, um, from them it was very much, we just wanted to kind of get into this competition scene, try out the hip-hop. Um, it was very much, like, buzzing at the time. We were all buzzing, like, feeding mm. it. Mm. Um just because, you know, like, we were given opportunities to, like, create our own thing and share it on the space, and, you know, sometimes we were rewarded. Not all, you know, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, getting placings, but rewarded in the sense that we were inspiring, you know, people that, you know, people that came to, you know, see, to the competitions and see all the crews and stuff, you know, we'd get lots of really good feedback from people, you know, and that people that enjoyed what we you know we're creating mm. um and then i felt and then so because of that kind of you know um drive uh, we, we were starting to you know take it a bit more serious at like and we really wanted to um you know we were striving to go to worlds and we wanted mm. to like be one of those teams that you know represented new zealand and yeah. made it at worlds but also represent you know ourselves like as like artists and you know very much we were lacking a bit like lacking lots of experience for sure mm. um and you know we tried so hard so hard for maybe three three years four years and eventually we we, we got an opportunity and then it was our first time um entering the adults division yeah oh wait second time Yes, maybe second time, um, where we yeah were qualified to go to Worlds. That's right, I was in the audience for that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was the first nationals I was ever at, and I remember seeing them and be like, man, I want to do that one day. Yo, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. So like, yeah, that year was a really good year. I yeah. think that year was like the year that like all of our hard work for all those years jamming oh. together mm. paid off as mm. you know as a team and as a brotherhood. And, um, you know, and then we went to Worlds and 
it was our first time and we were like man this like we've been working for like literally like the last four years to like yeah, get yeah. like to get here yeah. and we we're finally there and you know we, we did pretty well there and we ended up you know like placing like second you know, pretty was, pretty well yeah yeah second and it was like huge for us you know first, it was amazing not first not first unfortunately <laughs> not first who are those guys oh rockwell yeah yeah, yeah. Rockwell, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right yeah, nah. but to be honest that's that, that, that I, I reckon you wouldn't have done as nearly as well if if you guys had one to be honest yeah there was, yeah, there was yeah. that thing josh was saying a while ago is that if i mean if you guys won you might not have wanted to go back after you like sweet yeah, we're done yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Yeah. Work towards yeah. To, and eh? if you hadn't done that then yeah. the company wouldn't have been made for sure <laughs> well that's that's it so from that competition there was a lot of um you know interest and in, People wanting to learn from us. Yeah. People really wanted to, you know, like if there was any opportunity on joining Identity Dance Crew. And so, yeah, there's so many interests in a lot of the younger generation, um, as well as adults. And, you know, we had an audition and we didn't know, like, we don't know whether it was, like, just for Identity Dance Crew mm-hmm. or whether we wanted, you know, we just, like, kind of gonna hold an audition see mm. how many people turn up yeah and you know and then so we had heaps like like you know like lots of the youth come through heaps like a few adults and stuff and we're like oh snap like this is yeah man. crazy like uh, we we didn't expect that's crazy expect that right because yeah we, you know we're like we're just kind of like this is our thing mm. you know we do we always strive to like kind of you know do our own thing within that competition as well we were always striving to be different yeah. um you know like try and kind of not change the game but just add something different to that competition and the kind of scene at the time um that, that was mm-hmm. kind of always our strive really and so mm-hmm. for people to kind of be interested in you know joining us in that pathway was kind of yeah it was dope and then all of a sudden we were like fuck well these are a lot of people but we don't want to like this is a cool opportunity to give people an opportunity to learn from us and so you know we created like smaller teams Mm. for the different age groups and stuff and we're like maybe we should work towards help choreographing train Mm. um you know all these kids in in that journey on trying to get to worlds and yeah yeah and so that kind of happened and you know over the years it was all a bit of a development um you know i'm trying to get there <laughs> uh and yeah eventually yeah id's gone back like a few times the company id co developed and yeah and there was multiple crews within id co that pretty much entered for worlds and so that was pretty much yeah that and it was yeah, it was like that transition from creating for one team to like yeah, bro, that's multiple crazy. people, and I was like, man, this is like that's huge. So but it was like it was a dream, yeah. man. It was a, it was a dream. Like I even for myself, I was like, man, I've always wanted, like you know, like when we started off ideas, like, oh, it'd be mean to have like our own like studio, <laughs> have a hub there. Like mm. it's not just like a studio. People come classes. It's like a space for people to hang out. You know, mm. there's like a little area for people to like chill out and you know meet friends and meet dancers and stuff mm. 
and so that was kind of you know like that was sort of an idea through you know seeing the company develop mm. um yeah and then you know it's very competition based mm. um there was a few opportunities for um doing it you know fundraisers like shows and stuff like show content uh theater work um and lots of other things as well like tv yeah, um, videos. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand's yeah. got talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that one. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. New Zealand, we we into New Zealand's got talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. And we and, and also like a Maori like fusion, haka fusion. Oh, that's yeah. right. Competition yeah. And yeah. Where we fused our our hip hop with um, Maori movement kapaka mm. as well. So yeah, like there's yeah, there's been heaps of little buzzy experiences along the way for sure um mm. but it's very much a professional company than, yeah than what it Definitely. was back then it was very we were just like a bunch of like brothers that just wanted to um aspire to just be like you know at the other new zealand community like dance community that you know always got go over there and represent our country we just want to Oh, I know for myself mm. that's definitely what I wanted um, you know at the time to now it's like yeah a very professional sure, now you're like company, number one bro. New Zealand bro. yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's weird like, that's very weird. strange yeah, it is strange it's like I buzz out to it and I'm like whoa it's a, it's a legacy for myself I'm, it's yeah. a very proud achievement and yeah, I, man. I've, I've spent my pretty much most of my life <laughs> you know like um with identity dance company and that's only like pretty much this year that i've you know I've started my my interest in dance have gone elsewhere and you know and it just gets to that point of time in your career that you want to um yeah you want to explore and kind of find other things in dance as well so mm. but yeah I, yeah, I guess I hope that answered your yeah. question. Can I ask one question before we bring it over to Manny? I just mm. want to ask one question, which is, um, like, what year would be like the highlight year that you would never forget an ID? I think I think it was um, two thousand. It would be two thousand thirteen for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you know, because it was the year. That yeah. was the year no, that like year. identity. Yeah. yeah, it changed. You know, yeah. from the boys to like this professional yeah. dance company you know and that was the biggest yeah biggest like highlight yeah. moment of my yeah my dance career really yeah that, that was a buzz bro like <laughs> sick in that world say who would have yeah, thought bro. for us like for myself that's huge absolutely it was massive i was 18 at the time or, yeah, yeah. and you know it was the adult division it was like our second year and and yeah, we were all still like trying to figure what kind of style we were, you know. We were mm. still learning, teaching ourselves, and learning from each other as we go. And so yeah, I'd probably say two thousand thirteen for sure. Yeah, for sure. Already, what are your thoughts on like the generation changes, like what you've seen, and maybe some patterns mm. in ID code? It it's buzzy because um, it's sort of uh. 
from when you were talking about highlight of your career from 2013 and when the company started, that's sort of when I jumped in. So it's yeah. like after that, Pete came and then I sort of started. So it's this, it's this very yeah, buzzy transition. That, uh, yeah, that yeah. connection there. So yeah. I can give you that different perspective. It was very, it was very buzzy. Um, joining originally at the end of that 2013 um, as a kid, um, I'd, I'd always grown up. I feel like before then, I'd still sort of been on the direction of ID um, before it was even a company. Because um, oh, well, he used to he used to be downstairs, but we used to create <laughs> our stuff, and he was you know That's he right. was jamming with us, That's like right, you know, like you know, at Shackleton here, um, you know, we lots lot of our stuff were created at this space, That's you know, right. or a lot of the ideas that we used to speak about were like at you know downstairs with our mirror and the music oh, yeah, and man. you know that's where all the chorded will happen with yeah. any ideas that will come up with fine music or we should try this for yeah. you know this set and you know we'll have our jams and sometimes Manny will be over <laughs> and Manny will be jamming you know with <laughs> us yeah, and vibing with us and be like cool oh, you know like he was a young kid at yeah, the time bro, I, like, I always remember um <laughs> Because so, I, I was homeschooled as well, so I was home yeah. a lot more so than others. Um, yeah. And I would always remember whenever I had a new like dubstep song that Josh was jamming to, I'd be like, Yeah, yeah. Josh, what's that? Can I come see you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, it, was a long, it was a long time coming, I feel. Because um, Swagonauts actually, before before ID was made, Swagonauts was actually a dance studio. Oh, um, oh, so, yeah, so the yeah. dance studio has been going for years because that was yeah. from Jackie's original thing um and josh was taking a hip-hop class that had some girls and some boys in it um which was actually the majority of them was the original mask and sheet girls um, so they were yeah. in the dance studio um from like probably 2011 i would wow. say 2011 2012 wow. so yep. that's when swags actually started um mm. and it, it was a hip-hop crew and then what well, was it was a hip-hop class and then one day uh, Jackie just said to Josh, like, we're, we're going to compete in, in like, a, yeah. a couple small competitions. We need a name. So he yeah. said, well, how about Swagonauts? And I said, yeah. yeah, that's me. Yo. So then we did the ACDA dance studio competition um, by at a local school, yeah. um, which I think we, we won maybe after the second time. And it was, like, everyone was so stoked. And that was the first time that we'd ever done something. Um, and then... After we stayed in that class for a little bit, it eventually transitioned at the end of 2013 to a crew, a proper crew that was going to compete at, at the national hip hop competitions. Um, mm -hmm. And that was when it became an all boys crew. It was 2014. It was Remy, Hank, William, myself, um, Jovi. So, but that, that team transitioned from the dance studio yeah. to identity. Well, Josh kind of. Identity Dance Company, Swagonauts are you talking about? Yeah, Swagonauts. In 2014. Yeah, yeah so end of yeah. beginning of 20, 2014, early 2013, uh, late 2013, um, that's when it transitioned into it because I, I remember he, um, as a dance studio crew, he, I remember it was one of the lessons when he went, I want to make this an all boys class. And yeah. then it turned into that. And then it was still a dance studio thing for, for yeah. that year, for 2013, for a little bit. And then yeah. by the end of the year, he went, sweet this is going to go into ID. Yeah. And we were just like, sweet. So yeah. that's when we joined it. And I remember it was the night of, the night of, uh, the night before nationals or regionals, I believe, um, where we were at Dominion Road Studios and 
it was the first night that we had officially called ID a company. And yeah. we got our first ID Co. T-shirts. Yeah. Um, we were doing all the, the names. Yeah, on we, the were, back. we were watching the the excess um, yeah. showings and oh. all that at the time. That was the hype varsity crew at the time. Sheik and Swags with the junior crews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the beginning. So um, it's interesting to hear your perspective of how it formed because I didn't know much before that because I was too young. Um, but then hearing. Sort of how it was as a as a crew. You know, it was just it was just boys jamming, and I sort of I saw the back end of that, um, yeah. and then deciding to make it into a company it was, was was when I finally joined in, and it was it was real buzzy to 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 be there as a kid because I was just keen. I was just keen to do mm. anything, and because it was like wow, these kids, these boys that I've looked up to next door all these time, I can finally actually learn from mm. and and be there three times a week. It yeah. was it was crazy. Um, so our first years were, were very, um, everyone was just very excited. Um, and at the same time, nobody really knew what they were doing because it was managing all these, like, you know, like trying to help out all these different teams. It's like, yeah, man, that was, it was intense. <laughs> I remember our first three hour training for swags felt like an and tea like we yeah. could not it was it was crazy but also like in the, like not everyone knew everyone as well nah. you know everyone was still kind of like very much just in your like groups uh, and yep. all your crews because you know even for like the rest of the boys like us you know obviously Josh had mentored you guys yeah but we didn't actually like oh, I know them, know them. yeah you yeah, know like I've seen them around but we didn't like you know and there was also that kind of yeah, meeting each other, meeting everyone, mm. but then, yeah, it was yeah. a very new scene, you yeah. know, in central Auckland, I felt for sure, because yeah. it was all central, mostly, anyway, mm. central Aucklanders, yeah, that's still something that we actually struggle with to this day, um, yeah. just keeping all the crews connected, because yeah. one, obviously, one of the biggest yeah. changes has been the capacity of our company, you know, where we're like over a hundred members strong now. Yeah, it's like it's crazy, crazy. Oh, from from a nine man crew that's to over a hundred people. It's it's incredible. Um, and whenever it came to competition points, um, especially when ID started doing stuff outside of, of HHI, yeah. there there's a, a massive level of separation there. Like mm. I know I know for twenty nineteen. Um, like we barely saw you guys pretty yeah, much nah. most of the year. You guys were off doing half the company was you guys, and then you know doing your training for worlds and stuff, and yeah. you know the adults who were kind of doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, and but it was just like um, you know it's just like yeah managing that yeah. those amount of numbers, um, and obviously but giving everyone an opportunity yeah. to participate yeah. in something for the year. Oh man, it's that's tough. that's when I like really, you know, look at Josh like, bro, props to to the homie Josh because you know like trying to run a company ain't ain't yeah. easy. Absolutely, you know, like and trying to keep everyone, um, you know, like satisfied and happy with like you know being a part of the company, but also, you know, opportunities as well, and mm. yeah, it definitely because of the age groups, yeah. you're like. You know, really young. I don't. I don't know how how the youngest. Well, you know, there's junior IT. Which yeah. Like, it's like twelve, twelve years old, ten. Yeah, ten or yeah. something. Two. You know, or like, like above twenty, late twenties. Yeah, you know, like late twenties, maybe. 
Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to. Leighton, he's like 30, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like it's so, and it's like, what, you know, what are the good things? And, you know, working with the different levels, mm. you know, so I was trying to organize that. Um, you know, what groups should do, should experience what for their level, and obviously, you know, where they're at. Time and in, in their dance kind of life as well. So, yeah. Yes, it's big, big props definitely to, to the choreographers, to the leaders, yeah. being able to give such a spectrum of knowledge and, and yeah. opportunity to each crew. Um, yeah, yeah no, that, that growth um, was such a, a huge change. Um, and, and, and general professionalism, I feel, I feel like that, I mean, that comes as a company, obviously. You, know, you, you get to do more things. You learn the ethics of what it means to be a company and, and yeah. how to present yourself. But... Um, it was it was really interesting um, seeing people come in over the years and their expectations of the company, how how it changes, what what they expect to see, um, not necessarily in a bad way, just just what they know of the company and 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 how I mean ninety percent of the time how excited they are to to finally be a part of what they've had, um, mm-hmm. and but when you when you when you're there from the beginning. Um, you'll only you'll never not just consider yourself as a little company mixed with a a bunch of boys that just loved making things and doing stuff together so when by the time you're by the time it's been four or five years and you get to the point where people that you look up to as well that you you consider world-class companies Mm. come over to you and, and go you're amazing i'd love to work with you at some point it just kind of make it slaps you in the face a little bit sometimes it goes oh wow we're like we we're a world class company yeah, now. it's it's like very that. it's a really strange thing to think of and and when people come in when new people come in and and they have that it's just it's kind of it's kind of weird to think at least with 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 swagnorts at least people sometimes people come in saying like oh i can't believe i made it into like the best varsity crew in, in new zealand kind of yeah, thing it's like Damn, you really think yeah. that? That's yeah. that's so buzzy. We were just a bunch of kids, man. Yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. And also, at the top, yeah, it was it was very it was a very buzzy experience to to see that um, change over time. But from that, it it was it was great having those new people come in because it, it actually also helped us um, in terms of the attitude that that we that we wanted um, within the company because some people some people came into the company with sort of expectations that were a little bit higher than what we realistically were um just because you know if you're not in a company and you see the outside you're only going to see the end product of stuff right so sometimes you come into it and expect it to be all that but it's not like it's not you're missing 90 percent of the grunt work you know and that's that's what it really is to be in a company and that's why and that's what we love personally um but sometimes people come in with this really high attitude and it's like, this is one of the best dance companies in New Zealand, so I have to be absolutely onto my point. I need to have a good diet. I need to have um, like proper training resumes. I need to be absolutely committed. Um, and, and most of us were. Um, but some people within the company um, didn't feel that way and were a little bit more on the slack. Um, and then to have those people come in that expect that from those people it actually lifts up lifts ourselves up as well because it goes oh we we need to meet those expectations as well mm-hmm. so not only are these guys gaining these new people gaining from the company from being able to 
be with us properly, but yeah. we're also gaining um, stuff from them as well because we're going shit. We need to we need to be we need to be at that level because that's that's where they where they want us to be as a crew. Yeah. Um, so it was a real it was a real um, lovely experience to get that. Also, I feel like at this time, man. Bro, the youth is crazy. Yeah. Man. The generation now, like, yeah, man, and, and like, you know, back then there was it, was it was a lot smaller. Very like it was a lot smaller to what it is now. Mm. I'm only comparing uh, it to what like the dance community is now. Yeah, and like how much like like opportunity or you know, there's so many like classes yeah, like happening now. You know, in all areas of Auckland. You know, yeah, there, there was. It, it was really like even in, I'm pretty sure in central Auckland there was only really ID classes happening um you know like I'm talking earlier like 2000 and, yeah like um, that, that Crystal uh, Palace yeah, place. Yeah, like five years ago or something yeah and then like you know there was some Sound Vision some of those homies back then I don't know if you guys remember Sound Vision I'm talking um, you know Alistair Oh, Joe yeah. Ling, Jesse, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, AJ, like they used to throw like a community class as well, like at Tapak. Mm. Um, but there just there just wasn't like there wasn't as much as there is now, yeah. like in yeah. every like part of Auckland. Yeah. There's always something happening yeah. every day. Whereas it used to just be like one or two classes a week, you know, mm. like and you either but now man, like freaking, you know, it's like the the Younger generation now definitely are like very fortunate to have that access, mm. you know. And um, but to have like some experience trained like international, you know, um, dancers and like leaders, you know, that are here in New Zealand that are like you know giving back to the community yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, there wasn't that much back then, you know, and it was very much everyone kind of stuck to their own. Um, but now, like, all the dancers love to work with each other, like, yeah, you know, like, um, people like jump around and like like to jam with others, and I think that's like that's awesome. Yeah, I that's think, I think that's that's the that's the way to kind of grow, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, if that's what I mean, like, just for myself, it comes to a time when you're like. Me, with, you know, like, and um, that can be with kind of any job or profession that you're doing. It's like you know, there's only so much, or you you can only become so strong as you know the the peers around you. Yeah. Until mm, you need yes. to, you know, yeah. kind of find access somewhere else or some room for improvement elsewhere, and yeah, like, and that's why it, I I think it's important. To always kind of, yeah, just if you see or meet someone and you like the way that they create or, you know, they inspire you in some way, mm. you know, and you're given an opportunity to work with them, yo, just do it. You never know. Yeah. Just like, you might, even if it's not something that you, like, do like and you find that you, you find out things that you don't like, mm. bro, there's only way, yeah, there's only one way to find that out, right? So, and, you know, every opportunity every experience like that's yeah 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 just as important i think but definitely a bit more happening for the dance community yeah, it's here to do now. now it's more to yeah. do you got so many dope like 
dancers here that you yeah that's crazy too yeah, you can like, learn from yeah. when I think about it like I, I get a lot of questions that get sent in about like how do, right. I, how do I get good or like oh um, yeah like cause my Instagram's open for DMs and I get like some viewer questions that come in and a lot, a lot of them like they revolve around like oh how do I grow like how do I get like better faster like all these other things cause people wanna mm-hmm. like people wanna be better cause the standard here is quite high it's, yeah, it's really yeah, high yeah, if you're not if you're not up to that standard then you feel like oh I need to like work harder and get better but but like also all my shortcuts right like yeah things, it's like bro people are so lucky here cause I feel like the easiest way to get good is just join a team absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. cause like if you I need co-influencers like you guys breed like so many good dancers because mm-hmm. of like the level that you guys like train at and like yeah. the the peers that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. like I feel like everybody or well, at least when I was in I felt like everybody that was there wanted to get better yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I was like alright sweet like you know if I'm going to training if I'm not training as hard as the guy next to me mm. then yeah. you know why am I even here and then it was yeah. cool because like I was there for the year when we were doing it at the park and then also the following year where we did it at Habitat Fitness and that was yeah. like a huge ass change where yeah. I don't know just changing environments from like the park to Habitat of Fitness I felt like almost like an elevation like people were like okay this is like serious it's now serious. Just yeah, keep going harder. yeah yeah that's it just join the team man. if you're like if you're like if you have the resources, mm. yeah, I reckon just join the team. And yeah, you'll get better so quickly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the nature of the competition mm. that drives you to be better. Yeah, basically, mm. that's that's essentially it. Yeah. Especially what you're saying with people around you. Um, if you're not as good as the person next to you, you need to be better. You need to be as good as them. Oh. Working as hard as them. That's that's essentially what it is from a crew yeah, perspective friendly, as friendly, well. Friendly competition. Yeah, friendly competition. <laughs> when you. When you that's that's the beauty of the new. Straight up. Yeah. I'll sass you at this. Yeah, I'm not stopping hard enough. Your arm swings up. That's definitely the one though. I, I personally feel like that's why mask and swags have done so well over the years because we've I mean we've we've definitely had ups and downs with certain people, but yeah. having two directly competing crews mm. in the same level each year uh, trained by the same people uh, you know you have that 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 natural yeah. level of competition with each other that just drives you to be better each time yeah. um, it's definitely that eh? you guys are like helping each other out yeah, absolutely like, in terms of that absolutely growing yeah. process there's always like a bit of rivalry no no not like in a in a, in a bad way or anything no. but it was like that good competition where yeah i mean we we would have we'd have checkpoints half, halfway through we, we would have many showings for just mask and swag sometimes because we would often be training in the tour you know yeah. next door to us um and every single time you know if we do a showing with each other we're going as hard as we goddamn can and be like yeah we've been training harder you than can you. hear them in the other room oh. and they're like they're screaming louder than us. <laughs> We've got to scream louder, guys. Absolutely. Their vocals are louder. Absolutely. We've got to be louder. And that's that's what it comes. And I mean, there have been a couple of years where it, it became a bit toxic, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's just when you do it for that long, sometimes it happens, yeah. and certain yeah. people push it to it down a, a bad road. Um, but oh, not the first. But that, that, that's the. But that's also the culture of competition. Absolutely. That's yeah. definitely the culture of competition. You're always striving to be better, and like yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day. A panel, you know, like you know, yeah. panel of five people, eight people are gonna say, you know, just based on that performance, either like yo, this yeah. team was better. Yeah, it's it's always tough. It's always tough. Um, to especially when 
when you've just been jamming with each other for so long and then suddenly someone gets a higher place than you or someone doesn't so it's lower it's it's like it sort of puts a little bit of a stigma in your mind sometimes it's like even though we were just jamming before and refined it's like oh yeah but you beat us for sure guess you're better but yeah yeah. after doing it for so long you you come to realization it's just a panel absolutely Uh, and and it's just like you know like a few people's opinion you know and you know and it's always based on their opinion on that night you know or that day of the competition and that yeah i've definitely i'm I'm not much of a like competition person now as i used to be Mm. i used to like that drive was always like well it's gangster really because you're always bloody growing and creating new stuff constantly and it gives you that discipline that drive to work towards but then it's like there's always limitation absolutely you know like and you you're not always free to do whatever you want you you're, you're pretty much well, you're pretty much not really you're just yeah. ticking boxes it becomes like a ticking box thing yeah. eh? and then there was there's a bit of room for creativity like um and like your own kind of twist in it but you know you're working with trying to you know like execute each style they're style based yeah. um whereas yeah i feel like but that's that's fine that's the competition cu- culture at the end yeah. of the day yeah. so um, if you want to upskill Definitely. I remember, um, what was it? Your, it's like what you said, like how there are limitations, right? Mm. Like, I feel like NZ's gotten to that point where everybody's like really good at pops and they execute, like, they took the boxes really well. Really yeah. well. And, and but, like, almost it's almost, long. yeah, like, because there was one year I was watching SCNZ, I can't remember what year it was, but it was one year I was just sitting in the crowd for, I think, regionals, and I was just like, I was counting I was counting in my head I was like five, six, seven, blah and it happened and it happened there and I was like and then I started counting the rest of the sets I was like okay five, six and freeze and then it happened like it started happening I was like holy shit and then like bro, I was like damn we're actually almost too good at like refining so it becomes like yeah it's it's great but then like now like I'm pretty sure I don't know which nationals it was but i remember watching one day and like loki i was like oh man this like this is the same thing i just watched (laughs) the same performance again yeah i just watched the same thing again and again and again and like yeah and that's it like we have so much history yeah with you know sdnz and 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 that competition hhi you know and even at hhi you find that you watch like the same performance you yeah. know same structures there's, there's no like pushing you know for like originality or creativity but also it's quite hard as well because you have that you know you have that um, you know critique or you know that box that you have to tick you know there, there's yeah. all these like kind of boundaries also do you feel like it's because the teams that we always see at the top are the same teams same teams yeah, yeah. definitely yeah like that, that must make it hard too yeah mm. well that's why uh, how I found back you know when we first started out I, I feel like we definitely were itching like trying to do our own thing or trying to add our own thing because we came you know a bit later to um to the process but I think also a lot of our influence like inspirations we were watching like a lot of like choreo was like 
just building up or just becoming a thing back then. Mm. Mm. We were watching like the likes of, you know, Brian Pusbos and yeah, yeah, like you know, all those cats as like you know, um, Philip Geniza or Mm. and you know, we were like, oh man, choreo like this main buzz, like you know, adding these sets, you know, because it was very style based. um, Mm. There's like heaps of hype sets and stuff. That's like that's like been done, right? Let's try yeah. to do something different, and um, yeah. So I've definitely felt like we came in at a good time, yeah, with a different kind of um, influence yeah. or inspiration. I mean, inspiration. I, yeah the the whole the whole process of HHI is is very interesting because every year the crews get better. The standard mm-hmm. is raised every year, whether you like it or not. To be honest, it, it always we're, we're always in an upward spiral spiral of, of upskilling. Um, but it's 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 a very specific niche making a dance for HHI yeah. um, because there is a strategy. There is definitely a strategy when it comes to making a set that will do well. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. obviously you gotta show versatility. You've got to show that you can do a variable There's amount of things. The HHI formula. Yeah, the, right? formula, <laughs> the formula. You know, people, choreographers study the rule book. Like, they yeah, will read yeah. that shit through and through and yeah. then create a dance completely based off what they tell you will be your best chance of getting points. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, the, and because the standard is raised so much, everybody knows that now. So every crew you see will be following the formula because that's... Or at least the people that you do see um, will be following that formula because those are the people that make it. But um, it's interesting because you need that much to get to a certain level, right? Like let's say if you get to Worlds, right, and you're in prelims and you're the top 60 crews, everyone will have that formula, right? Everyone will be following it because that's what you've needed to get this far. And then if you want to do any better, you need to have that and then add something on top, right? If you want to get... um, into finals you got to have something that's very unique about mm. yourself you need mm. to have the formula you need to have the standard and then you also need to bring some originality in there your blow-ups need to be unique they can't be yeah. repetitive you need to make something or do a movement that nobody's seen before and then if you want to place in top three you need to have that you need to have the standard you need to have the originality and to be honest you also need to have a little bit of luck <laughs> on yeah. your side um, because I mean, for for swags at least for last year, we had we we the company had known the formula for years, so that was that was ticking yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah. We managed to make it to world's no sweat. The attitude that we had from the boys of being new kids coming in, just yeah. wanting to drill, may, meant that we had our drive open. But more importantly, it meant that the choreographers were open to trying and developing their wow. new ideas, yeah. and there was That's no it. ego behind any of the students. Because they're just like, we are here, we are bodies, we're just going to let you do your thing. And if you want to see something, then we'll do it for you. And that's why all our ideas were so well developed, because we gave our choreographers the chance to develop them. Um, And then, yeah, and and to be honest, the luck side of why we did so well as well is, obviously, you need to have the talent, you need to have the drive, you need to have the strategy. We had all those. But the other part was um, a little bit of the... HHI side in terms of who do we want um, to be our, our first place winner in this division um, and Connor Boone had won a couple years in a row and there's that whole thing where they don't like people winning three years in a row 
Mm. You just notice that. You, I'm pretty sure RF are one of the only companies that have won three years in a row. Mm. You know, you don't see that. I'm pretty sure 2019 was going to be their third year. Um, so that was nice. That well, that was a that was a bit of luck on our side because they'll be looking for new people, new underdogs mm. per se. That's like, oh, who can we pick that's different? Oh, bit of timing Z- thing. Bit eh? of timing. Timing definitely. Oh, there's there's a New Zealand crew, real strong. We haven't had a New Zealand crew win varsity in a while. Yeah. Mm. Let's give them a shot. Let's let's bump them up. And that's yeah. that's a little bit of the luck side. Yeah. You know, it's about. But being, also, yeah, yeah, like that that formula because you know, like ID's got their own formula. Yeah. And like you know, probably any dance dancer in New Zealand will know ID's formula yeah. or like style. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you're yeah, you're yeah, expecting yeah. it yeah. low key, right? Like, that's like and but that's 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 been a development for but that's what's made you know identity style stand out. Like yeah. you know, like from from you know other New Zealand or you know international like teams um same thing with like rf you know they had their formula back then that was like refreshing bro like mm. nothing that you ever seen yeah. and only they could do it the you know the best really yeah, bro. that was their thing and then like you'll go like the next year all you'll see is like different teams from different countries mm using that same formula you know and then they you know and then you know they'll come back and do a performance and then it'll just be like oh okay nah that's the real thing and it just you know like it it just stands out even more because you got like like, all these like kind of fighting teams like trying to be something that they're not really you know like inspired yeah so much but not in the creative way just more like oh like we, we gotta do it just like them Bro, you know yeah. what's messed up? I want I want to call him out anyway. I, I might get cancelled all of this. Remember that year when RF did an ISO set? Oh, oh which which one? Uh, which one? Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but they did an ISO set and it was like I thought it was ugly. Yeah. Oh yeah. But oh, I, mean, wait, I think, it depends, I, think Josh, it depends. I think Josh choreographed it. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Josh I, I just was like, yeah, I yeah. don't I don't like it just because I was like. Do you guys fold it there? Like I, I don't uh, like the I don't like the way they because RF had a style. Mm. They had their formula, right? They're really good at what they do. Let's be honest, they're really yeah. good at what they do. That's why they're, they're like probably the one. best. Like they, yeah. they're the only ones that can do what they do. Really. I mean, how much did they make off their show? Like a few million off their show or something. Uh, yeah, probably. Like, bro, yeah. they're crazy at what they do. And then yeah. when I saw them do ISO that one year, I was like, bro, you guys folded it, and th- that's what I don't fuck with. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't like yeah. it when like teams fold, even yeah, though like yeah. of course. You want to win, but like, do you yeah. want to win being someone else or being yourself? Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, it, that's it, it. Was, it was it was interesting. I, I respect them for trying it, though, to be honest, just because they know that they do that stuff really well. Yeah. And they also know that that's not what they have, they're not what they're known for and not what they um, are naturally good at. So, I yeah. mean, I, I, I respect them for trying. Oh, okay, wait, um, sorry. Um, I, I also respect them for trying. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just because you guys did it like how ID would do it. You guys mm. didn't do an ISO like how RF would do it. That's why. Yeah. 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 Which obviously comes with it because Joshua was choreographed it, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. But um, yeah, no, it, it was interesting to see. But it, it definitely was a, a good example of showing how like um, once you make a niche of, of, of your style and yeah. how that's shown, yeah, you, you, know, you, that's, you, you go with that. That's it. Like, yeah, the ISO, like... You know, ISO is like 
that kind of style has like been done you know but mm. like you said like doing it in your way yeah yeah and like bro no one can move like josh can nah oh i'd say maybe many or caleb you could say if i can see like potential there and (laughs) him like you know achieving that ability to like kind of you know like touch the edges of like you know josh's alienated style bro but like that only josh can do what he can do absolutely and you know and that's what you know that there was that kind of extra like originality yeah. that we've had and you know that was in the developments from you know the earlier years when we started and Joshua was with us you know he was developing that you know all the way up until 2013 mm-hmm. where, where we actually you know that's stood out you know even for HHI what we did there it was yeah. like a completely different like performance to um, you know every other like team there hundred percent like uh, you know I'm not trying to sound like no, no, cocky we'll about it, it, it but it, you know like it was definitely refreshing yeah. for that competition to have that you know yeah. um, and I think you know ISO has always been that thing that's kind of like di- you know differentiated us from the rest yeah I mean you yeah, really brought it out it's still a thing now bro like you know that's every time you know, it's like oh, here it comes like the yeah, ISO oh, set, you know? I mean, it's that thing of like oh yeah. you just hear that electronic dubstep you yeah, know something man. happening you're like let's, let's yeah. go that, that like, <laughs> yeah that, that definitely yeah. set idea part in the beginning yeah. because it was we yeah. essentially invented a, a new yeah. style that could be yeah. used yeah. in the competition and that was yeah. the big part because if you think of if you think of everyone trying to do what they can within the styles that they had a lot of it had already been done and it's and it's extremely hard to think of like what new breaking blowout can we do that hasn't already been done you know that's really hard and then as soon as if a company comes out with an entirely new style that nobody's really delved into in terms of of, of formulas or blow-ups or freezes you know we had so much that we could pull out to call ourselves um, that it just instantly um, created this sense of originality for the company because it was just oh okay there's ISO what's that I've never seen that before oh he's shocking in the air that's pretty cool well, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. even I think it was the year you guys won yeah Swaggernauts I was watching the live stream back here uh-huh. and um, yeah I just noticed a lot of teams were like throwing in some ISOs and stuff Yo. you know and I was like oh man I, di- I didn't used to recognise like ISO in this competition mm before like we jammed that and that was the same thing when requests came through you know like they came through with their um you know the whacking styles and you know the very like feminine styles as well you know and they fucking, you know like they did the they like did it to the the best of their ability mm. and originality that it formed a like you know like the next following years you just saw a little bit of you know requests a little bit of id yeah and like yeah it's it's real trippy but you know i saw back then i think the only team that i could like think that i thought was i saw back then was um not is it so real no um no, not so real was what's tony trans team 
Yeah, Mike's song. Uh, they had Rockies? A... No. No, 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 no. They, they had a... Cabo uh, Modern? Cabo Modern, yeah, bro. Yeah. Cabo Modern. Yeah, they yeah. were the only team that I thought, like, that jammed ISO yeah, style yeah. at that competition. Uh, and But, you know, they did it, like, suave. Like, mm. you know, it wasn't too... It wasn't too, like, dubstep music yeah. or anything. And yeah, it wasn't yeah, so, yeah. like... Didn't look like electric wires, like how mm. Josh can make his like you know arms look like you know. But they had that like clean kind of ISOs, like mm. you know. And that there's there's these like different types mm. of like of was, each style that like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. bring something different to. Yeah. Did Did you ever see um? Was it called Just Just Jack? I think or yep. it was those those guys in the red yeah, suits. Um, body was, rock. Yeah, body rock. That one. Yeah, yeah, I think that was that was definitely something else that I oh, saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just. I was blown away by that power, the power that they had and their and their control in their body. I think I feel like it was something that uh, was definitely utilized in a similar way in ISO as well. So when mm. I saw some of the stuff, like, oh, that's that's pretty freaking fuzzy. But, yeah, I'll, I'll always be blown away by that video because that was like in terms of cleaning, um, that was like I reckon like four years ahead of its time. <laughs> how clean and sharp that was. You can yeah, you can look at some crews to that and go like, wow, that's still like. They're probably still kicks in the hands. Bro. Yeah. I reckon Shit Kings. Yeah. yeah sh- those guys were definitely yeah. a massive inspiration in like 2010, 11, when we turned into a five-man crew. Because mm. we're like, some of, the, some of the homies were too old to jam varsity. Like the gap was like pretty different between us. So they kind of had to move on, do their own thing. Uh, and so we were like left with less numbers right and we're like damn five man like everyone's like big stack of like seven seven man crews yeah man crews you know and they have more to work with and it's like it's only five of us but shit kings was a massive influence they were yeah, like man. oh yo and like there was a couple years where we jammed five man eh? and that was like those were mean years <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. okay i've got a hot take for you guys okay all right roads is it still worth it? Is it still worth it? Yeah. Ooh. Is Rhodes still worth it? Like, and even the first time you went, because sometimes I think about Rhodes and I'm like, you train all this time to go somewhere, perform a set, and then you're just kind of done. You know? yeah. If you don't make it through prelims, you're done. Well, all that time. Right now? Um, no. <laughs> it is not worth it right now in 2020. No. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I not getting Corona. No, thank you. Um, if you haven't done it, maybe you haven't done it. It's absolutely worth it for the first time, at least. Like everyone's got to experience it at least once, yeah. in my opinion. I think training hard through through regionals and nationals to make it to worlds, um, even if it takes you a couple of years. I, I think yeah. doing that just to get at least one experience of worlds, yeah. I think it's definitely worth it. Um, because yeah, 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 you learn different things about yourself and yeah. like what you're capable of as a dancer. Um, because it like it just has that kind of expectation where yeah you you grow as a yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an experience like it's an absolute experience yeah, to, yeah man. <laughs> well, I mean to go there for the first time and 
and just know that you're surrounded by some of the best hip hop dancers in the world mm. is like that's that's a lot to take in sometimes and often you'll find a lot of your inspirations there yeah. you know and that's that's crazy even yeah. even if you're not competing man being able to go there and connect with all the other dancers that yeah, are around there that's it. you're surrounded by yeah. like-minded people that yeah. share the same passion yeah and and just just understand Thousands. what it what it feels like to be at at that level of of yeah at the best know what it feels like to be at the best yeah. um you know it's 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 something you won't ever forget um yeah but I, I so I think it's definitely worth it definitely worth it for that first time you have to know what it feels like at least once mm. um, yeah but I think after you get a lot of what you need from the first year I think unless you either make it past more stages and, and get to compete into further areas or your crew does like an entirely different approach to the competition I would say you wouldn't you, you don't get quite as much out of it as that first run it's, it's, it's relatively similar I think over the years of doing it um, you can probably agree Tans is that it, it mainly you mainly just get to understand more of the ropes of what the competition is like you, you yeah. rock up you're like yeah I know the drill like I know how this works now it's not quite as overwhelming as it was before yeah. I know what we need to focus on now uh, you know it's and a, yeah it's an awesome experience when you're there it's like yeah. such a buzz man. yeah and, you know being around all those uh, like yeah dances and stuff you're like it's a it's a, it's a dream you know absolutely you're like man this is buzzy like all yeah. these people like thousands of people from across the globe have yeah, come right. here to you know for the same reasons as you're there and um but yeah yeah it depends on where like what you want from dance if yeah. you want to do that kind of thing and experience it if you're interested mm. in hhi or competitions mm. and, you know definitely i mean why not you're gonna gain so much from it mm. uh, but it just depends on yeah what your purpose or, yeah you know what 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 you're trying to get into with dance or what you want to achieve with dance yeah i mean it, it's a grind it is a grind it's it's a commitment man you dedicate pretty much your entire year up until august to just this you you have no holidays, <laughs> you know. Like if you're in, a, if you're in a company that's making it to worlds, you don't have holidays. You're you are mm. training, you know, for the last like final two weeks leading up to worlds. You're pretty much training every single day. Um, I know in the holidays, we're, what, we're doing like what, twelve hours sometimes with breaks in between. It's like it's a big commitment, and you really got to make sure that you understand your goals yeah. with with why you're there. Um, I, yeah. for, for me personally, I think if you if you want to learn how to work uh in a team and and work with with some people that you really trust and learn how to trust um some other people um that you'll be working with every single day um and upskill your personal physical technical level then world's definitely worth it because it's it's a it's a speed ramp man it it the it, it essentially lays out a six-month plan of training for you um you know if you you can if you put aside the, the the physical aspect of having to train really hard, in my opinion, worlds is well, the the competition aspect is almost it's almost easy because you know from a subjective point of view, you know that once you sign up into this company, you don't have to figure out how to 
how to train each day, how long you should be doing, what you should be doing for you go, great, you sign up, we're gonna develop you for six months straight across a multitude of different styles. We're gonna bring in guest choreographers to come in and train you. Like all this stuff is done for you. And yeah. because you don't have to worry about it, you can just train and go and work hard every single day. And it's, it's such a, a beautiful experience to have because it leaves you on it leaves you on the grounds of a perfect work ethic if you do it right if you do it right and if you if you leave worlds succeeding well and, and doing pretty well then you will come off that with this incredible six month long trained work ethic in how to how to train yourself and how to how to dance a certain way which i have personally yeah. what it's like yeah. to be a professional dancer yeah. as well if you decide that you want to do dance as a career it'll give you insight on what it's like to be a professional dancer and what it takes um, yeah teaches you that mentality on how to um, engage with the different types of jobs you're given yeah or yeah, what yeah. Like, kind of role you're given and what your what your role is um, so you'll yeah. learn definitely a lot of those things that yeah professional dancers are doing in the industry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. there's there is that one little i mean obviously only only a few get to experience it placing in that top three but that i mean that's an experience man that is that is something else i visit the the time last year the feeling i will never forget what it wasn't actually winning it was it was afterwards um when we were walking up the driveway um because there was the, there was the stage. It was a three hundred and sixty degree stadium. They took half of it for the audience. They put the stage in the middle, and then the back was just an area for the crews to just chill, basically. And then there's a garage door. You go out, and then you go up, and then that's the ground level car parks that's in the open air. Um, and when we finished, we walked up the car park, and then we walked over, um, and all the other crews were there because we had to stay for a little bit, and all the crews looked at us and applauded us as we Done. walked across the car park and here we are sitting like holy shit we at the we're, end of it we're just not and, even and, like the formalities it's like, nah, like just after the these all these crews all the people that we look up to in the hip-hop community are all applauding us right now the best in the world mm. for that one thing and it's like that's that's just a kind of feeling you'll, you'll never forget because in in the dance industry in general especially if you're by yourself it's it sometimes it's really hard to feel like you're successful you know sometimes it, you really feel like you have to push to to feel recognized or feel confident in, in your in your abilities to succeed and worlds can really give you that incredible experience to to be surrounded by all these people and and for our case to be able to feel holy shit we're, we're world champions mm -hmm. like, that's that's incredible what an amazing experience to to feel and be in the in be in the presence of um obviously there's that whole thing around making sure it doesn't get to your ego and when you go back to reality make sure it doesn't stay with you but when you're when you're in there for that one moment it's like that is that's something that i don't think i'm ever going to be able to experience again like yeah. somewhere else it's it's incredible um but yeah those, those are just things that you can gain from it and you, before you start the journey you really gotta think about what you want from it uh, yeah yeah I don't, know. I don't know how I feel about the people that go there for like seven years straight whether it's for not not for the not for anything just they do it because they that's all they've done you know 
I don't think it's worth it after that because it's expensive as well. I think. <laughs> it's oh, money, well. a lot of money. You have to fundraise the shit out yeah. of it. But yeah. Right, so we're nearly done with the podcast. I just have like two last questions for you guys, and yep. then we're good. Um, so uh, the first question is like different versions for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, say there's a kid that's like maybe five years younger than you, right? So this thirteen year old or twelve year old kid coming into ID or yep. coming into a company or like just trying to take dance more seriously. Yep. What advice would you give them? And then for you, Tans, it would be. Maybe there's like someone that's eighteen that has um that's trying to do the same, not maybe dance seriously on a team, but maybe dance professionally like outside of a team, mm-hmm. or just um take on freelancing as well, or just anything. What advice would you give them? Okay. Yeah, so whichever one wants to go first, just go hard. Uh, all right, um, and keep coming into a company. I think. If there's, if there's advice that I would give them in terms of what to focus on when you're in the company, how to get better, it's, it's just focus on trying to be, it's cliche as it sounds, focus on trying to be a better version of yourself. Um, and focus, when it, when it comes to the competitive side of it, if you do get into a crew and you do manage to compete, focus on trying to... Um, beat yourself rather than beat other crews because that that'll really that that can get to you um if you're going down the road um because when it when it comes to training when it comes to competing for so long sometimes you can focus too much on trying to beat your opponents but you really do succeed when you when you when you're aware of them but you really just focus on coming into training each day and and going how can i be better than what I was the day before. Um, mm. Yeah, in terms of individual advice within with being within a dance company, wanting to upskill, um, firstly immerse yourself in it as much as you can because, like anything in life, you will get more out of it the more you put in. Um, and for something like a company, uh, there can be a lot to offer, um, which you don't always have to take. Sometimes it can be optional. Um, when it comes to a competition, obviously there's lots of training that you can do. Um, but what I mean by immersing yourself into it, I don't mean like make sure you focus on training and show up to each one you can do. I mean, get to know your peers, get to know your choreographers, talk to them, ask for their advice. You'll, you'll have extremely experienced people in whatever company you're in, I'm sure that know something that you don't. So get to know them, get to understand their process, understand where they've come from and what their goals were when they decided to join the company and compare that with yourselves. See where they are now and go, oh, okay, is this the direction that I want to go as well? Or do I want to lean to somewhere else um, when it comes to developing my personal career? Because the, the best thing about being in a company is that one, you're surrounded by kids that want to be better versions of themselves just like you and that's a collective drive that will push yourself ever upwards and two you're surrounded by incredible influential choreographers that have completed that process and have now established themselves within the industry and they know who they are as an individual choreographer dancer and performer and that means that you can ask them and talk about their journey and go what did you do to get to this point and if you want to be like them, then they can tell you what they've done. 
and you can you can compare that with your journey and you can understand where you might want to end up going and when you have that when you go down the road that's going to be so helpful for you because not only will you be able to understand where you are amongst a journey from a start to finish or however long it takes but it also means that you'll be able to understand where you want to maybe differ as well and where you want to become more individualistic and potentially create your own style and understand who you are because you will inevitably you will inevitably find that um, no matter how influential no matter how many people you follow to the brim you, you will eventually span out and find your style but um, yeah that's the advice I'd give that's great advice, man. Yo, that's crazy. I wish I heard that when I was 13, bro. Do you want the other question too, man? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, someone that's already a bit trained. Yeah. Um, but that's wanting to take dance a little bit more serious. Yeah, like, um, just kind of the route that you went down, because um, for Manny, I just picked something that was based on his lifestyle. Yep. So he just came out, um, he was, he's still with ID. Mm-hmm. But for you, that's, um, that went through ID, and now, like, you're doing freelance, or mm-hmm. you did do freelance. Yep. Um, how how'd someone go about, like, doing that? Like, some advice there? Um, yeah, um, I guess, uh, you, you for freelance definitely um you know opportunities that you do find are given to you is is very much about like what your like skills are based on your skills and you know if people are interested in um, working with you is because they're genuinely interested in you um so find you know always be confident in that um definitely uh, but also try try and be like be yourself mm. like you know like and um, you know be easygoing like easy to work with yeah. always yeah. like you. challenge yourself and challenge your peers around you you know in trying to um, in their way of thinking you know during any like kind of process um, always try to push push yourself as much as you can be a better version um, in those processes but uh, just yeah it's very important in the freelance world that you're you know you're like likable you're mm. approachable you're easy to work with yeah you know people want to work with you because you know you can get along well with mm. you know different different people um, I think that's like probably like the most important thing <laughs> you know yeah. the outside of your like level skill you could be the greatest dancer but you know if you're not like a nice person to work with or you're pretty hard to work with yeah i don't think you'll you'll find that you won't get given much opportunities Uh, if not like probably yeah just like nothing because you're just like difficult to work with um and yeah always have that open mind on trying something new and um be prepared for different type of space with having different type of people in that space um, as as you'll find that you know like you'll find every process is different um, you know and you you may come across like multiple jobs that you've worked off certain people and then you'll come across people that you haven't worked off at all um, and 
yeah, just be prepared because you know sometimes you might come across someone that you don't really gel with too well. Yeah, you know, yeah. so like not every job you're gonna like gel with everyone, right? And like you'll have clashes in the way that you, you think, but you know there's that level of compromise, and you know there's also the same goal that everyone is trying trying to achieve. Um, you know, so yeah, find the professionalism in it. Um, know when you kind of just okay we're just gonna like i'm gonna keep my mouth shut we're yeah. gonna like mm. let this like idea go like you know happen let the ball keep rolling mm. um yeah because yeah it's a tricky tricky industry and it's very very hard um to freelance for sure um learn as much as you can about taxes for sure yeah. Learn yes, how to, man. you know, fill out an IR330 form, make sure you pay your ACC claims, because, you know, I just found out that I haven't paid any of mine in the past four years, so, ah. you know, that, that can, like, bite you, yeah, so that's definitely something that you don't learn at all in school, No. and no, no, studies, no. you know, I bloody got a, did a bachelor's of performing and screen arts, um, majoring in contemporary dance at Unitech, you know, and I did not learn one thing about taxes. So definitely that's important if you want to, like, yeah, take dance as a career. Um, if you're not going into a full-time company and you want to do freelance, you know, learn, learn as much as you can um, about that. Um, yeah, and always um, make good connections. Um, good relationships with people hold on to those relationships as well keep in touch with everybody that you do work with because you never know um, something may pop up um, for them or you may be given an opportunity that not necessarily you can fulfill um, that job and you might know a good recommendation as well so you know always give back to the community I think is important um, but yeah Solid. Um, last question for, for both of you guys is uh, this is the question I ask all my guests when they come on. Um, it's my closing question, which is in five years from now. Uh, right? Bro, like, it's just an interview. I hope it's. Just finished it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, five years from now, um, you're gonna watch this back. Okay. Well, I'll send you. A, I'll send you this clip five years from now. But this is your chance to be like, you know, what are your hopes or what do you want to say to the person five years, like okay. to the you five years from now? Like, what would you want to say? Or, like, what are your hopes for them? Yeah, just. Your time. I can do this one first time. Oh, hmm. Times in five years' time. Um, how old is he? Oh, 30 <laughs> 30s. 30, 31. <laughs> I'll be retired by then, you know. I've nice. already lived, lived my life to the best. <laughs> nah. Um, I don't know. I just. It's a. That's an interesting question, that one, eh? You're, like, yeah. speaking to your future self. Yeah. I'd say that I hope... Speak to him now. I hope that 
whatever you're doing at the time. That's because you uh, choose to be happy um, at that point of time. It's your um, yeah, you've kind of decided everything, all the decisions that you've made from now till then is because they're your decisions um, and yeah, your own choices. Um, also, what else? I haven't actually thought about this type of question. It's a buzzy one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say, yeah, be, be happy. Be happy with where you've gotten to. Um, hopefully, you got a house in Auckland. <laughs> <somewhere>. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like that's always been a dream there. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you're out of gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully your diamond status immortal. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're still dancing, hundred percent, hundred percent, you're still dancing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, you know, and if it isn't dance, you know, you you you've carried all those like aspects of your dance life. And everything that you do and everything that you've learned from there has like given you more opportunities in life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Man, sweet. Ah, Alright. Manny in five years well, I'll be twenty three. Damn. Um Ah twenty three. What's up bro? Hope you're doing alright. Um what you will finish uni by now. Uh, we'll be studying postgrads in film after doing music for three years, um, which I'll definitely support no matter what, or you're doing your biological science major, who knows. Um, but I hope, um, I hope that you're still doing what I am starting to do now. Um, over five years, I, um, you, I mean, you know, you're me. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to professionally freelance commercial and personal work within film, uh, music and dance. So if you've managed to find the perfect balance of those three and maintain stable uh, commission and relationship with all three, then I give props to you, my friends, um, because uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's, an interesting, it's an interesting industry, all three, um, but they all gel together so well. And if you uh, manage to ignore everyone saying that you can't do all three and you have to pick one um, and you're out there doing all of them, then you've done it my friends you've you've done what you um, wanted to do as a as a teenager um so i give you props um my only hope is that um you feel a bit more settled in the world um and understand who you are as a person um and knowing that you are who you are and what you do doesn't define that it's just a part of of, of who you are so i hope that you lived a little and spent some time uh, experiencing the world, doing what you love, meeting some people along the way, um, and enjoying it all as best you can. Sweet. And that is us for this episode, guys. Thanks for joining us. Before we leave, uh, for the audio listeners, um, for the YouTube uh, watchers, I'll have their socials in the bio. Mm -hmm. But for our audio listeners on Spotify, do you guys just want to plug yourself, like where they can find you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, 
Maybe anything up and coming that's you know they can look out for as well. Oh, snap. Uh, well, my Instagram, you can find that um, through motutere. so my last name, uh, that's T-A-N-Z dot M-O-T-U-T-E-R-E. That's probably the most active thing that's happening so far in terms of promoting what I'm kind of doing. Um, other than that, Taniura Motutere on Facebook. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, follow the tag Manfred. That's that's going to be up and coming on Spotify and some other platforms. But um, my artist name Manfred will be everywhere. That's M A N F R D. Um, you can find my Instagram, which um, I'll be I post weekly videos on um, dance videos, concepts, whatever you whatever you can think of. Um, that should be Manny Oka, which is my proper name. Um, and then you'll find Manfred as my username, a couple of underscores, but you'll see my face. So, yes, follow that and you'll see some cool stuff. Sure. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.